when they he just was screaming at me you don't know anything about actors passed on uh, on thor i was like i don't know I, I honestly don't know how to do that it's a tough one uh and guardians first time i met with kevin and and uh, avi i was like okay great you know got the job i'm so excited okay where's the script we don't have a script but the great news is that we have a release date <laughs> oh god no hello devoted happy sad confused listeners it is i josh harowitz here with a quick preamble before we dive into this week's bonus episode of the podcast you are about to listen to a happy sad confused watch along the very first happy sad confused watch along in fact for the next couple of months you are going to hear a series of bonus episodes with great filmmakers who I sat down with and watched one of their iconic works. Uh, this first episode is with Louis Leterrier. We sat down and watched the entirety of The Incredible Hulk. It's a two-hour conversation. Now, what you're about to hear is kind of the best of, the 45 minutes or so um, that we deemed the... Um, yeah, the best of that conversation. But if you are a fanatic like me, you want the whole damn thing, don't you? So here's what you're going to do. You'll go to patreon.com slash happy confused, sign up over there, and you can, in fact, watch Louie and I have a conversation for the entirety of The Incredible Hulk. There's so much bonus material there. It is well worth checking out if you're a devotee of the MCU, of Louie, of The Incredible Hulk. It's all there for you right now. All you'll have to do is fire up The Incredible Hulk at the 321, hit play on that special bonus content, and you're off to the races. Anyway, that's what's coming. And what's coming up in the next few weeks are a series of amazing filmmakers all talking about very important works to them and hopefully to you, certainly to me. I'm so proud of this mini-series uh, that is basically a a bonus series, if you will, on your feed of Happy, Sag, and Fused. So without any further ado, here we go. I'm going to toss to myself. This is the very first Happy, Sag, and Fused watch-along, me and Louis Leterrier talking about The Incredible Hulk. Enjoy. Prepare your ears, humans. Happy, Sad, Confused begins now. I'm Josh Horowitz, and this is a happy, sad, confused watch-along. What are we watching today, guys? It's an incredible movie from the dawn of the MCU. It's filled with monsters and angry, shirtless dudes. It's The Incredible Hulk, and we're watching it with Louis Leterrier. Louis, are you ready? I am I'm very ready. I haven't watched it for a long time. How long has it been? A uh, few years, I must say. Okay. Are you are you filled with dread, excitement, worry? Uh, no, I mean excited, excited. I really, re that's that's the thing. Like, as a director, you you sort of like do them, watch them so many times, just sort of like put them away, and then you know this is exciting. When you called me, I got very excited. We're pulling it out of the closet. Yes, it's exactly. worthy of a second look. <laughs> there's a lot to talk about, and and the opening, there's actually a lot to talk about because. This was not originally how you were going to start this film, correct? Uh, absolutely. Uh, the opening was supposed to, and we shot it, it's uh, in a version uh, of the Blu-ray that you can find, right. uh, where Banner was traveling up north, up to the North Pole, and we shot it in Belacula in, um, in Canada, and was uh, walking up a glacier and trying to off himself, stripping off all his clothes, and Edward did that and putting a gun in his mouth and we focus on the eyes and the eyes turn green and then we go into a point of view and uh, he hulks out but it's all point of view we don't see that he saves him basically hulk saves banner got it and as he did this and that's very interesting he 
does his first Hulk smash, breaks the glacier, and as he breaks the glacier, you see in one piece of the glacier, Cap, the shield. Right, yeah. You remember that? <laughs> so I do, I have to say, that sounds amazing, and it, you can watch it, but I do love this sequence because for any fans, and we'll, we're going to talk about the TV show a lot in this because you obviously have a lot of affection for the TV show. Absolutely. There's some shots that are pulled basically right out of From the show, yeah, the show exactly. here. It's an homage. Yeah, I grew up watching the show. Actually, the show is what made me want to become a filmmaker. Uh, I was so invested in the... The, the pathos of uh, of, of uh, David Banner in the show, uh, and and we we you know we we just approach Zach Penn and I the the screenwriting of this movie that came actually close to the original Hulk directed by by Ang Lee, but we didn't want to do a sequel. Right. No, didn't want to do a remake. We wanted to make our version of something that felt more human. This all was intended or a lot of this was intended as i understand it as kind of flashbacks yes, right yeah, yeah they were flashbacks and and you know it was you know quite a bit of of uh, storytelling and we combined it through uh you know in this great opening sequence done by cal cooper in prologue you know cal cooper did the opening of seven and you know amazing amazing uh, uh credit company so they so we, we we came up with this edit and with all the titles and then worked on this uh on this uh you know b b b dream type state of uh, of bruce banner we spent two days shooting that that bruce banner doing yoga and right. doing some exercise and everything and i got a call from the studio saying guys guys you're doing the incredible hulk not a <laughs> not yoga video <laughs> so please you know get moving get moving had you been up for other superhero comic book properties no, never I mean, you know i grew up in france you know i i <laughs> i um although i studied filmmaking in nyu i never thought i would direct uh superhero movies i was attracted by them and that's why one day after doing actually three movies I'd done before I did Transporter 1, Unleashed and Transporter 2. After my Transporter 2, I just came to LA and basically did my homework, went and met everyone and and told them, I, I here's my resume and I'd love to do this. And I met Avi Arad and Kevin Feige and told them, I know you, you know you might want to do some things about you know with your superheroes. I'm very very interested. I'm a huge fan, and and they had this big poster in the in the lobby and said, well pick a superhero <laughs> that you'd like. Uh, and I want uh, this guy, Tony Stark, Iron Man. That's what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the one one I can't give. No you. <laughs> no 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 no. They're like great great great. Go back home um, and. Literally three weeks later, they called me and they said, uh, we've got great news. We'd like you to direct a movie for us. I was like, I, and they said, Hulk. Was, Hulk, <laughs> you know, Angley did it really two years before, three years before right. he gave me the call. Uh, and uh, and uh, thought about it uh, and realized that my favorite movies growing up were Frankenstein, the original King Kong, werewolf movies, and... Hulk, I, I've, you know, and Hulk the TV show being so formative. So I was just like, of course, yes, that's they they saw what I couldn't see. They saw that I was the guy that could do this movie. So we came to a comic. It was my first Comic Con ever. They they, they brought me to San right. Diego and sat me in a whole 
Z, you know, with like, <laughs> you know, 30 people in the audience, you introduced John Favreau, myself, and Edgar Wright. Right, Grant and we were the three the yeah. first directors that were supposed to do Iron Man, Hulk, and then Ant Man, and and then we started writing, and I started writing with the with Zach, and 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 we we took, again like we took a lot of stuff that we liked uh we really based it on um, the event the the ultimates you know avengers ultimates that's 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 a book that i really loved you know uh, uh, bendis ellis and uh, and mark millar and and really based it on this plus the tv show plus some ideas and this has a very distinct aesthetic and tone and feel to it that it's it's uh, it feels a part in a good way. I mean, yeah, that is a compliment no, from the from the MCU films. Um, well, we shot it. Um, I wanted to make it a little, you know, dirty used. You know, a huge fan of Fincher. What he did on Seven, I thought would was fantastic and really made this movie like tactile, tactile yeah. and timeless and everything. So. We shot on 35, and it was just the beginning of digital, but we, we shot 35. I used a an old Panavision series, anamorphic series, anamorphic also, so you know, so you get the flares, it really looks like, you know, it's really beautiful, the, the, the colors is really treated beautifully. And we tried to do as much practically as possible. You know, obviously the Hulk, we couldn't do uh, practically, but but everything he moved, the, you know, a lot of the car stuff, everything that you'll see, we did practically, and, and you know that that mix was was, and also shooting on location, yeah. really going to the places, traveling the world, uh, with all our crew was was very very useful, and had a great combination of studios, Marvel and Universal, great great filmmaker friendly places. So we should start to get into the casting because you've mm -hmm. got an amazing group here. So Edward is 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 you know top. 2% of actors on the planet. He's amazing what he can bring to a performance. He's also a very smart writer, a director in his own right. Um, how did, I, was it a short list? Like, were there other people even considered? Yeah, I, it, it, it's it's you know known, well known that that my original choice was Mark Ruffalo. Right. Uh, and and Marvel, uh, David Meisel at the time, uh, you know, who was running Marvel said, you know, he's not, famous enough at the time right you know? um and although he was perfectly right he was not famous enough and and somebody had the idea of edward and i said wow it's great I'm, i mean amazing actor genius let's go and meet him and galen and her galen and and myself we go to new york and have a lovely meeting with edward pitching ideas the movie and he hates it <laughs> He absolutely every hates Is he open about it? Be like, tone. that's not for me. I'm just, that's not my that's, thing. That's like lovely dinner, but no. Uh, <laughs> so Gail and I, we, we, we fly back to LA. And the moment we arrive, you know, no Wi-Fi on, on planes. Then we arrive in LA, turn on our phones and we have 15 messages each. And we pick up and it's like, Edward's in, he loves it. We made the deal. Uh, you have an actor and a producer and a screenwriter. <laughs> so that was the caveat. That like, I, 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 there's enough here for me to sink my teeth into if you guys let <laughs> give me a little bit of creative control. Too. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Were you guys kind of in lockstep in the kind of movie you were making? Oh, very, Edward and I, yeah, absolutely. I think the whole way, everybody was very much in lockstep. It just got 
you know, I mean, it just got tense at the end. And I think at the end, very much it was tense about the the tone and the level of humor. Although Edward is very funny. Yeah. All his friends are comedians. Like he's a, you know, extremely funny guy. But he, he I think, was very right in defending the seriousness of, of, of the movie. You have to remember, it was, you know, the mid-2010s. The Dark Knight had such an impact yes. on superhero movies. Oh, family, we have to mention. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that a moment? Is that a day on set? That, that was amazing. an amazing day on set. That was that was an incredible day on set. I like the implications of this. Is Stanley then turned into a Hulk? Is that the sequel we never saw? That's the sequel. <laughs> that's the sequel you never saw. But it was always our plan. It was always you know Zach and I. That was our plan. Like that's follow the drop. Yeah. Have you have you ever seen this movie Lord of War? You know, and yeah. Yes, Lord yeah, of War. They so I wanted, the yeah, yeah, they follow bullet. So I wanted to do like you follow the drop of blood that would turn. <laughs> Uh, uh, banner in, uh, and I wanted to finish with Stanley because I always thought that Stanley's great when he does his cameos, but they're all a little jokey. But yeah. I thought that if it was like the most important part of the movie, you know, my first time directing a big Hollywood movie was very, very important because there's all these challenges, right. big budget. It was a bonded movie. This movie was financed by the firemen. You know, Marvel movies were financed in the beginning by the firemen. The fireman insurance was the people. That. Yeah, that's the stuff that paid for Iron Man and Hulk. You know, wow. and so we had, you know, we had bond people on set saying, mm, "Don't go over, don't do this, don't do that." You know, so um, uh, no, it was very important. And then, and then you'll see, and I'll show you upon at these shots. Yeah. Sometimes I was letting him direct himself. I was, I was doing, you know, first unit during the day and second unit at night, or vice versa. Right. And I was like. I was asking him to start the first five hours without me as we were overlapping. And there's some really amazing stuff that Tim Roth directed. Oh, wow. Oh, I Edward directed. Edward, I was going <laughs> to say. Both of them. Like, yeah, no, everyone's like, directing. No, yeah, yeah. no, but Edward, again, such a great resource. Why not mm -hmm. use him? Was there a much different cut that you all kind of came to blows no, on? Not at all. It, it was very much that opening with the, the right. you know, comedic, suicide, comedic suicide. But obviously, we all knew it's four quadrant. We cannot start with that, but I thought it was a very important one. And frankly, you know, it's it, it's it's because of the soundtrack of maybe a, I don't remember it was if it was a teaser of the overall soundtrack, where Edward is great friends with Tom York and he wanted Radiohead to do the the music and that was genius. Yeah. But but a read you know we know what Radiohead sounds like right. and you know we I think Marvel was pushing for a little bit more of a of a of a typical hollywood sure. soundtrack and and we thought and uh, not a compromise but what we thought was was the elegant in between was to find craig armstrong who had worked with massive attack to create this soundtrack which is haunting and, and it is it's kind of I, I mean i will say i mean i would love to hear a tom york soundtrack too of this but like it's a kind of romantic, old school kind of movie, movie yeah. soundtrack. I know completely with you know shot, you know, recorded in a in a church in Seattle. Like we really went for something that felt, as you said, a little a little dated. You know, we didn't want to do like beatboxes and you know yeah. sort of like exciting, born born supremacy, voluntary mediums. You know, right. action sounds. You know, like we've done before. Um, I think that's one of the sequences. I think. Oh no, I, I was there for that. Yeah, I love that. Like that. I think that was his idea uh, that uh, he shoots the dog. <laughs> that's, that will <laughs> that's immediately a, that, know which that side we all know you're on. Yeah. yeah. 
stuff. Yeah, there you Come go. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just, yeah, okay, let's do it. <laughs> you wanna, you don't wanna wait for the Hulk and just, you know, look at your watch. When right. is the Hulk coming? You wanna love the movie with with Bruce Banner and everybody else, and actually fear the moment when the Hulk arrives. So you have this sort of like dichotomy of these two movies that are fighting with each other. Right. And the only way to do this was, you know, great script number one and frankly, amazing actors. Cast the hell out so of it. So yeah. you cast the hell out of it and you have amazing actors that actually really, you know, clash together uh, really well on screen uh, and don't like each other because that's the beauty of, 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 of you, know, you know, seemingly don't like each other. Uh, that that works really well. You you bring the tension. You don't have to have screaming matches on the screen. You just sense it with one look. And William Hurt gives you that. He gives you that that intensity. And you know, uh, was he game? I mean, he's a he was notoriously kind of a very intellectual, serious actor. Was he tough to kind of get on your side to to like not get on my side? It was it was tough to convince that we're not just making. Right, but you know, a paint by the numbers comic book. But just that, look at this look. Just, just it, everything is non-verbal in this movie. Like a lot of it is non-verbal, and so, so you can only do this with amazing actors. He also didn't want the mustache to act him out, you know. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, you know, just the size of the mustache was a discussion. But sometimes we, he and I clashed. But I think that was his. You know, you have two types of actors, three types. I mean, I guess you've got your partners, you've got your best friends that you have to cajole all day. And you have the people that like to have these 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 arguments. Yes, they, they feed off of that. They feed, and, feed and, off and, of And, and from what I gather, that was not unique for you. That that was just how he worked. That's how he worked. Yeah. And then some, one day, he just was screaming at me. You don't know anything about actors. We have a... And he was, and you know, too bad for him. He was in the helicopter, the giant helicopter at the end, and I was I was in the control. He was he was like, you have to find the 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 button to the nuclear power that is the nuclear plant that is in my and I, I took the joystick and I went and basically he went I shook him into into the thing. He fell and he looked at me. He was like, I like you, and that was it. He just wanted to have a little bit of a fight, you know, yep. just a little bit. Yep. Well, it works. It's, you know, yeah, that's the performance works. So <laughs> exactly. however you got there. So he was actually really, it was very interesting. It's when they go on top of the thing. So, yes. so coming up, it sounds yeah. like in a way this plays, again, there's a good, whatever, you can look at the, both sides of it. Like mm -hmm. you would have had the reveal, the green eyes, if you had done the different opening. But I kind of like that, like, yeah. you know, we're 20 plus minutes in, yeah, you're holding back. And that's, just, that's what... The, the idea came from Peter Kramer, uh, uh, who was the exec then, and who's there the we go. right there out of the, I mean, that, that's, that's kind of from the show. Yeah. That's that's exactly <laughs> this. That's that's exactly this. And you want to do this with a you know a nice film noir thing. So it, it, that it, the the beauty of it, also that sequence is, I wanted to shoot it like a horror movie, and it's obviously it's yeah. this. You know, uh, it's what you don't see that's important. Um, yeah, the, the yeah, we, it, it goes a while before we get a really good look at. Yeah. And the first person to see him is Emil Blonsky, that's Tim Roth, right. you know, to get a good look at him and a terrified look. You a Star Wars guy, too? We all are, of course. I mean, that'd be weird for you to say. I mean, not really. <laughs> no, but we all, we all are. We 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 all. Any 
you know, person, man, woman, you know, whatever, uh, uh, American, French, you know, Asian person who says they're making, they're, you know, in their 40s, 50s saying they're making, they're uh, making movies for a different reason than trying to do a Star Wars movie. Oh, lying. <laughs> we, all, we all are trying in a way to make a Star Wars movie. Like even like in my last movie in, in Fast X, I put TIE Fighter sounds in it. You know, <laughs> just cannot help myself. So do you have your dream Star Wars idea? Do you have your, your yeah, concept? Yeah, I had it a long time ago when I came to them and pitched uh, uh, Lone Full. We should do a, a Star Wars TV show with... Uh, uh, conceived as a lone wolf and cub and they said nah we don't know if it's a great idea <laughs> we'll come back to you we'll come back to you with this idea <laughs> did you really yeah. what yeah and what kind of characters were it that was it a mandalorian was it like a it was it was, it was not one it was two things it was it was, uh, it was a uh, i wanted to do the the missing part between uh basically you know before new hope where where uh, Obi-Wan takes Luke and then you know I wanted to do that but also was very interested in the uh, Boba Fett movie <laughs> or TV show <laughs> did <laughs> then that's okay I did that's also. okay I did other things <laughs> <laughs> but that must have been a moment when you saw the announcement like wait <laughs> but when you it's, you know it's all it's all good it's all good yeah it's all part of the thing and frankly I had this idea because it was like a low-hanging fruit I think it was like so obvious mm. and so the characters are so iconic and you know so um yeah didn't didn't go the way i wanted <laughs> <laughs> you've you've gotten uh, some uh no, no, pretty no, amazing the, shots uh, with some amazing franchises yeah, exactly, i mean exactly, let's be real exactly. you know, be absolutely right. so in, in retrospect like do you feel like i mean by any standards the movie did well except that by these crazy like comic book movie standards right <laughs> and like but like how much of it is a, a function of like it was pretty soon after that Hulk movie. It was very early in the MCU. You kind yeah. of had some challenging circumstances yeah, in but, retrospect. Yeah, but I never did it to be the king of the box office. Yeah. Like I did it because I was I in love with the character, yeah. and and it was my dream to make a this kind of a movie. That was I thought would be my last movie ever <laughs> I, thought, I put everything in it. Do you take it as a badge of honor that so many of the supporting characters have now? come back around into the MCU that you can't you cast it well clearly because yeah. Tim's back this word, know, that, yeah. word that live might be back I know yeah um uh, uh William Hurt was back for a second course, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly um yes absolutely I mean there was a was it wasn't there oh, look at that's Lou Ferrigno, uh, Ferrigno. that's our cameo that we played the Hulk in the original one so um uh yeah there was there was a conversation where Edward could come back and and it didn't happen but but yeah, it's just a. I don't know. It's is it is it? Uh, did they realize we did it right? Uh, you know, afterwards, or 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 you know, does it make sense, or is it you know, fan service? Who knows? But I, I, I thought that they were like the right, the right people for this job. Yeah. Were you surprised how that from your vantage point when that all went down? That was a big, big deal. When very oh, very surprised. Yeah. Very surprised because it, it was never. There was no tension, no tension, and then one day it was done, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And and I loved Edward, and and I had to finish the movie. Like I, could, yeah. Yeah, and I, again, I don't want to belabor it, but I, I remember because I was kind of doing stuff at MTV at the time. Like as I recall, like Edward didn't do 
press really at the no, time? No, no, we did was... one thing all together. Um, um, it's hard. It's funny. It's like I feel bad because I love him. I loved him. Martin Starr. Yeah, Martin Starr. Yeah, everybody was like, yeah. But it's also like a, so Martin Starr, friends of Edward. So again, like just to tell you, like he he. Yeah, he was invested. He brought his he brought own he really you know, Ty Burrell, I believe. Ty Burrell, okay, yeah. absolutely. That's that. He really uh, has great taste, great instinct, great instincts for comedy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 it's. I feel bad because I I just like I love 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 him and I loved working with him. Yeah, and I saw him the other day at a park with his kids, and I oh, nice. I. I just didn't want to go and be like, hey, Aww. it's been t 10 years, man. Has it been that long? You haven't seen him since the end of no. the film? I saw him at the, at, like in New York at a premiere, yeah. like quickly. Um, his friends with Woody Harrelson, we, we right. did this movie together, Woody and I, and he was there. But I, I don't know if he thinks I'm like part of the other guy whatever i was just i was neutral i literally was like let's make the best movie possible i just don't want to and i was even after he was gone i was asking him what he thought of some ideas and so i just wanted him to be proud of this movie it should be well we're, we're gonna bring the, the, the gang back together i'm gonna make this reunion happen. Uh, yes <laughs> edward come on in I when i saw that third mic i was like oh <laughs> what's happening uh were you fully invested by the time you wrapped on this, even given kind of the back and forth on the cut and what mm -hmm. you wanted to do? Were you, you were amped to do a sequel? Or did yeah, you... well, no. I mean, it was difficult. The ending was difficult. So so it, it came before. That was actually our plan with Zach Penn and, and even with Edward was to cast as well as we could all these bit parts because we knew how they would evolve. You know, So obviously Red Hulk, Obviously, the leader. We're talking about the leader, Emil Blonsky. We knew that everybody could. We, we there could be arborescences from, yes. you know, created off of the main movie. Um, never dreamt of doing an MCU, but knew that we could do our own little extension of the, you know, uh, of of the of the movie. Just like, I mean, one of my favorite superhero movies is is uh, the second Spider-Man, the Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. You know, it's so good and so good because Doc Ock is so great. Um, uh, and for me, yeah, performance and frankly, the freedom, the, the, I mean, the pure Sam Raimi directing yeah, that is involved in When this. he's, the, that, the, the that, moment on the table on the is table. pure horror. It's pure horror. Fantastic. It's amazing. We talk about this with uh, Andy Muschietti uh, uh, all the time about that scene. And we're like, you should, we need to make a movie that is, that is just this. It takes place <laughs> in a hospital when there's a creature and that's that. And you just have that, no music, no that, just like, you know, tentacles grabbing stuff. <laughs> Love it. I'm there. <laughs> Do it. Uh, and... Um, so, so that's that's what I wanted was was to make a you know a pure first movie with some seeds planted here and there and then expand. But you were giving yourself like you weren't locked into one story. You kind no. of like had different ideas that like okay, I've got, I've cast this so well that I could go in any direction yeah, depending uh, on where the script goes. Everything is possible. Yeah. You want to give yourself, you know, you want to give, you know, deal yourself the best hand possible, and that's what we did. So every, you know, the the Betty Ross movie, the the the, the you know the Red Hawk, the everything, uh, you know, Joe Fix It. Like really, we could have had you know many movies. Like you know, we were hoping it would work, um, but um, it worked in a different way because Hulk is 
you know, very important part of, of the MCU, but, but you know, it, it's not exactly the vision. Were you, I remember there was talk that you were on the shortlist at the time. Did you ever talk to Feige about Avengers? No, I, uh, no, I talked to Feige about, uh, <laughs> I passed on, uh, on Thor. I was like, I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know how to do that. It's a tough one. Uh, and Guardians. Avengers, yes. I mean, obviously, I, I told him about Avengers, but yeah. I, you know, I, I didn't make it to the list. I think, but but I met on on uh, Guardians, and I met, uh, and he actually, of uh, asked Thor. me if I, I was interested in Thor. Yeah. yeah so. And and Guardians, had you been a fan of the comic? Had, did you have a? No. Well, I mean, uh, uh, when I knew they were doing it, I, I just went deep into it, and I was just what doing, <laughs> i mean it's just like, it's crazy they're doing this and, and you know talk about my star wars i was like i'm definitely not doing a star wars obviously since my terrible meeting uh, <laughs> so, so we'll take your idea but you can go <laughs> there's the door no. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no uh uh but um no and then uh and but but to 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 add this sort of like feeling of of space, space opera, opera yeah, exactly. and yeah yeah with the with the marvel marvel look and and a sense of humor would be would be great but even this like you know this is really a horror movie oh, it's yeah. frankenstein and look at this and that needle could not be longer not, could not be longer <laughs> give me the longest needle in america <laughs> it doesn't exist bring it the one the russian one <laughs> attach another needle to the needle <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah Sniper's on target in three more minutes. I want to know who jumped this that sequence. This is... Thanks. Well, that... Also, one of the beauty of this movie, like, we didn't have a second unit. We had... We had a splinter unit, but I was directing, as we said, like, day and night. Right. And, and and so so it's truly, truly my vision. Like, you know, no shot was not something that I had thought of design. And There's our, Which doesn't mean that, yeah. Or Super Blonsky. Super Blonsky, done for real. Like I, we I had heard this. you say that. that. So he's literally being pulled? Is that He's what's being happened? pulled. So he was like running on a... So we had this rug made out of fake grass pulled by a truck and he was running on that rug. So, so you know, just imagine like a, you know, escalator or a you know, thing and you just like go 50 miles per hour. <laughs> Better not fall off the rug. If yeah. you, you know, you roll off. But but that was him doing that stuff. So this is... what What is this? Comics? King Kong? A little that's, both? That's or? a bit of both. It's very much... That's exactly shot by shot uh, Grey Hulk, you know, uh, and then definitely inspired by King Kong. Sort of like that's... Yeah, this might as well be Fay Ray and Yeah, yeah, it's and a Fay Ray. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> I guess had she done Lord of the Rings by now, so she'd had yeah. some experience Yeah, with... yeah, she, she had no problem. She was like, give me a tennis ball. <laughs> I've, I've done this before. I'll, I know it's I'll, I'll, I'll cry. <laughs> is it an orc? Is it a Hulk? Just tell me. <laughs> exactly. what, what I got there. <laughs> uh, she was more comfortable. She was like, "Yeah, just just give me tennis balls." <laughs> uh, no, she 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 was she was just wonderful to work with. We just we had a really good time. I don't I don't remember. I think it was like a thirteen week shoot, Toronto and um, and Brazil. But we it was a really smooth shoot and and. Well, you must have been bouncing kind of like, I mean, obviously there's pressure, but like the giddiness of getting to play with this. Yeah. Like it's just, just knowing what I do about you and your interests. Like it must have been like, I get to do this with I guess these actors. I like, come on. I think we're coming to <laughs> the most important scene in the film, Louie. So the floor is about to be yours. 45 minutes, please. Just tell me about the sexual, okay. um, <laughs> the sexuality of Bruce Banner. Okay. So, so, you know, 
obviously he's deeply deeply in love with you know with betty ross and we wanted to you know have these moments where you know he he would be intimate with her mm -hmm. and we had we we talked about this we actually talked about shooting a scene where they're actually all you know making love and and his eyes start to turn green a little bit she just stop she, <laughs> it's like she's sensed it and oh she stops God. him so we we just had innuendos <laughs> that i i just thought it would be like i think movies are fun when you can go with your family and then see different things and you know the, the, it's just we we just wanted to you know not take ourselves too seriously about it but you know make it real like what would two adults do yeah were you a dc guy too growing up were you into those heroes or not really yeah yes yes obviously but i think i mean you can't not be into batman i guess no i cannot be into ba not be into batman but i think like for example i mean it's very it, it, you know and he's going to do it but like, i don't know what you you know you i don't know how to do batman after chris nolan has done batman yeah like you know i i honestly don't know, you know? <laughs> he um, has to he has to go a different superman way. i actually pitched myself on a couple of oh yeah was, i feel like you were on the shortlist for man of steel weren't Superman you? origin story like younger yeah 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 um but it would have been very different yeah yeah you wanted to do like a younger Superman, like a uh, yes, or kind of. No, just, I mean, it's just a high school Superman thing. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, but played in the fifties. I mean, you know, go back to the the Dick Donner thing and just go for it. But the the uh, uh, um, yeah, there was a great comic book that I loved. Uh, I wanted to adapt. Uh, uh, it's called Secret Identity or something like this. Okay. It's a Superman thing. Um, uh, well, I thought it was absolutely great. I think you know, I think I mean ultimately every ask any filmmaker they've had oh yeah they've been called for something would you be is there an interest if this you know it's just whether we know about them or yeah, not exactly. it's whether, yeah. whether we the press heard yeah, about yeah. it yeah meditation kind of aspect in the beginning was that like what what did edward contribute to the script what was yeah, his... I mean, that, that for example was a very important you know it just it brought he sort of like he brought it into more of a human level very much a human level you know, with less I, I think the tone in the beginning i mean you know you know zach penn's movies is like you know the, the script yeah it's very you know it, it has a great comic book sensibility with uh with sometimes big big leaps and bounds throughout this through the story in order to get you to where you need to be whereas edward edward's script was you know and it's it's a good balance between the two of them was much slower much much you know human human human, human. like i think in edward's movie like the first time he sh hulk showed up was like page 45 or something right so we come from you know we did okay page 20 and <laughs> stuff like that that's edward i mean that's very much edward you know practical things like you know what if you know if you were the hulk and this happened to you like you know he lives in new york he said yeah new york taxi rides are terrifying you know <laughs> totally <laughs> This is your your Spider-Man 2 
Yeah. Dark Oxygen. Kind of, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, uh, the... Well, the so this uh, is the American Werewolf. American oh, Werewolf. Yeah. This was my American Werewolf, yeah. We see these shots, they're like very precisely designed because they were very difficult shots to... Then, you know, it was like 10 years ago. No one had done stuff like this, you know. Obviously, now he's full CG, but before he was like a hybrid. I don't know if he's full CG. It's still Edward, though. It, it's interesting to do this because you, know, you, you always want to do something that's never been done before, but also pay homage, you know, and, you know, don't take it to the Uncanny Valley and just keep it real. But the technology has to follow. You almost have to. So you write the script two years before you are going to post post the movie so you have to hope that the technology gets there when you write the script that's also something to think about like when you do, you know like that's why avatars never come out when they're supposed to come out because the technology is not up to snuff when they're supposed to yeah yeah well he yeah he's somebody that like can write anything and knows he'll 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 make the camera that can do what he dreams of yeah but it's me i i work with him and we design cameras together so i know but oh, really? the camera is one one hundredth of the the difficulty of Avatar movies. So this that that's the problem with this with movies like this. I remember that's one thing. Also, I remember the first time I met with Kevin and and uh, Avi. I was like, okay, great, you know, got the job. I'm so excited. Okay, where's the script? We don't have a script, but the great news is that we have a release date. Oh God, no, <laughs> no, it's a good one. Is that a good news? <laughs> I mean, I guess it is. It, it's yeah, with a good I, that was like my intro in 18 to, months. That, you that ready? Was my intro, yeah, kind of. Yeah. That was my intro to Hollywood. It yeah. was like, it was like, okay, and now you get it. It's really about working within the parameters. Well, you're given yeah, exactly. And... Like pulling out a product. Now, as a filmmaker, will you, you know, fight and defend yourself in order to get the best movie possible? Or just give up. I mean, that's you. You kind of see. We all see the movies that where filmmakers just just couldn't fight anymore and just yeah. This is this is for the fans. They yeah. know what, what what this leads to. <laughs> really want to see a doctor if your head starts to do that. That's, yeah. that's worrisome. But yeah, this, he's happy. Yeah. This was my, uh, again, like horror. This was my uh, Clo Cloverfield homage. Oh, sure. I love, I love Matt Reeves. I love JJ. Yeah. And there was like a few things that I was like paying homage. I just think that, you know, what they brought to modern filmmaking, you know, in, in its sim their, their simplicity of their directing storytelling so yeah yeah it's very visceral you're kind of in the boots of them of yeah exactly the... you're just there and yeah you're playing a lot with like, perspective like far, here. yeah it's, exactly it's yeah, yeah yeah you play with perspective and like if i were if i were to do the movie now i would go even more uh you know practical like i would shoot hell you know, like real helicopters and stuff yeah like we didn't have that sikorsky it's a big helicopter we can we can get it um from the military but i would I would push for it because that that was all practical like this street this is downtown toronto you that's a uh, young street yeah oh yeah. young street yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. we see like you know all real like all that stuff was real that's great hundreds and hundreds of cars and... Sweet. That, i remember that oh yeah yeah that's that was the 
we had like a partnership with Hasbro, but they're like, okay, you have to find a way to use the Nerf gun. Are you kidding me? That's hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> I think I found it. <laughs> I think I have an idea. I have an idea. So again, like I try to ground everything. Like if it didn't make sense, if a design didn't make sense, just like the Hulk, like if a d design didn't make sense, I wouldn't do it. You know? um, bring but, uh, so this is this is drama. This is romantic yes, drama. Yes. Sacrifice is oh. everything you want. Oh. Oh. Music, I love also the swell. No, this is great. No, 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 no. Oh, I was going to say, you know the Hulk going raw yeah. like this? That's me. That, they, that's me sort of like mocap the thing but you can see because also i played the kraken in clash of the titans and that's the same thing that's my you got your one move that's my one move and i do it to my kids these days i'm like it's my kraken hulk move guys i get paid millions of dollars to do this. Dollars i'm a superhero i'm a bad guy yeah. what do you want and you get this for free yeah and also oh so okay so you're, uh, i love that that was my the, the gloves that was my, you know, because remember the Hulk gloves? Everybody yeah. had the Hulk yeah, gloves. Yeah, of I was course. like, oh, let's, let's do like some cool new Hulk gloves. And I was like, oh, we should take like cars that you can split in half. And then <laughs> <laughs> they didn't go for the toys. Did you get any uh, Hulk swag out of this at least? Do you still have anything? I have cool Hulk Nikes, yeah, Air Force Ones that I <laughs> designed. Well, you, you and Cameron, sounds like you have a, a working relationship. So be um, uh, uh, James Cameron. James Cameron, yeah. That must Because <laughs> my wife is named Cameron, so yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, you have a relationship <laughs> yeah, yeah. too, hopefully. I have a Cameron at home. <laughs> um, no, we, ha we had, yeah. We had a great, yeah. um, uh, uh, great few months together. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that guy. Uh, Genius, like. No, he, he and I worked on, you know, that's still the movie that I want to do. It's just the the a new interpretation of Isaac Asimov's uh, uh, Fantastic Voyage. Right, uh, right. Uh, but hard, like hard, like good, yeah. like like a thriller. Yeah. Not a joke. And uh, it's a love story. It's amazing. But we, yeah, we invented cameras for it. We just, we worked seven months together. And then when they disappeared, and I, <laughs> and I was like, where are you? Where are you? And he just disappeared. And he was doing the Mariana Trench. Uh, right. And you haven't heard from him since? What's going on, Louis? You see, you have lots of fancy friends. If you see him, two <laughs> things. I want to ask. I want to ask you two things. Okay. Since you have your best friend with Tom Cruise, if if Doug Liman doesn't do the space movie, oh, you want to send, you want to go into space oh, with Tom? That's my. I'm a little tall. I'm six four, but like I'd love They're to. They're gonna have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to. Yeah. Make room. But I'd love to do that. I'd love to. Is do that, that both? Like both things appeal to you? Working with Tom, of course. Oh, incredible! Yeah. And you're a. You're a space guy? Uh, yes, and also doing, you know, doing something, again, that practical aspect of it, just the, the idea of like going and shooting the stuff and, you know, I shoot, I operate, I do all the stuff like that, yeah. And then James Cameron, um, uh, yeah, if you see him, I guess, just convince <laughs> him to... to was that script done? Did he like what did he write? Yeah, there was several. No, it was uh, it was it was Jim, it was Shane Lerno, lead actor greatest. There was like a lots of very excellent versions of that script that always very you know, a really scary World War Three on the outside and a love story on the inside. That sounds amazing. 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 Um where where no the person operated woman operated on and then her lover goes inside and her husband is the surgeon on the outside and oh, imagine that 
Josh, if you will. I, I, I will in, do my best to will this into existence. IMAX. <laughs> Make it happen. High frame rate inside the body. <laughs> oh, wait, we have to talk about this. No, why? <laughs> Come on. So you get a chance not only to do one more scene with William Hurt, but Tony Stark himself. Yeah. Um, that must have been a, a, a swell day. That's the stuff we picked up. So so that's the only thing we picked up and, you know, maybe a couple of inserts. But we, yeah, you know, I in my dream of sort of like, I, I've been sort of like, I was badgering them. I was like, Kevin, is there any way I can get Robert? Any way, any way. You know, again, because obsessed with the Avengers, obsessed with Ultimates, saying like, is there any way we can sort of do this? And then we worked it out with, with Paramount and and we're able to do that scene. I thought it would be a wink, wink scene, but that's, you know, <laughs> beginning of the MCU. Truly. <laughs> and Downey, amazing just to have even for a few hours to oh, do this. incredible. He comes in, he's like such a incredible pro. Amazing. We did it, Louie. We Thanks, revisited Josh. this amazing movie. It wasn't painful. It was pleasurable, I hope. Oh, totally pleasurable. It's great. Actually, yeah, it's very, it holds up, yeah. It CG holds, a little it, bit. But no, no, you're good. You're good, <laughs> well, look, man. Look, you can watch She-Hulk now with a very different Hulk. <laughs> a little bit different. Let's stick with the Louie. Uh, congratulations, man. Thank you for indulging this trip down memory lane. Uh, incredible Hulk with Louis Leterrier. What a treat. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Thanks, man. If you enjoyed this watch along with Louis Leterrier, I've got great news for you. Go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash happy, sad, confused, and you can watch the entire film alongside me and Louis right now. And so ends another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. Remember to review, rate, and subscribe to this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm a big podcast person. I'm Daisy Ridley and I definitely wasn't pressured to do this by Josh. <laughs>